Warning! Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems including but not limited to impaired judgment, organ failure, projectile expulsion of Taco Bell, limp dick, distorted recognition of potential sexual partners, and poop. Lots of poop. Please enjoy this podcast responsibly. If you're happy and you know it, Papa Cook. If you're anxious and you know it, take a sip. Hey, 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 Wobbly Winos, and welcome to Why We're We're Whining! Whining. The holiday bender, taking you on a wine adventure. I'm Tommy Lucas. And I'm Lucy Zoukaitis. And, uh, Lucy, what are we whining about today? Um, holiday drinking! Yes! Our favorite thing to do. We are drinking something a little bit scary for us today. Yeah... Well, and here's the thing. I don't want to influence listeners, but I can tell that our voices are just going to do it anyway. We haven't done one of these on the show yet, have we? No, because we don't like them. We do not like them. (laughs) But that's okay. okay. We can explain why. Yeah. So we are having a Riesling. I have had some dry Rieslings that I love. Yes. Agreed. Um, This is not a dry Riesling. Well, no. So we'll see how it goes. This is the Timok River Riesling. Hi, Timok River. Hi, Timok River. And this comes from the Danube Plain of Bulgaria. Another Bulgarian wine. Another Bulgarian wine. This importer, wow. what is it? Flying Blue Imports. Flying Blue. Yeah, they must love their Bulgarian wines. Um, I'm not mad about it so far. No, me neither. That might change now. We'll find out. So yeah. this is a semi-sweet Riesling. Not our go-to. No. But if that's your thing, mm-hmm. dash to day 10. Dash to day 10. ABV on this is 11.5%. All right, so it's a little bit lighter, easier drinker. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the aesthetics of the bottle? Sure. So um, we've got this little, like, palm leaf. Little, like, like a frond. Like a frond, yes. And, um, like, these green little blob and a yellow little blob. And wow. in the yellow blob, it says recently. He makes it sound so enticing. It seems very minimalistic and just kind oh, of... Well, that's the, a good word for it. Yeah, and the focal point is the knife's frond, and the only thing that deters me from it is the word Riesling. Uh, yeah, that'll happen. Let's talk a little bit about Bulgaria, shall we? Yeah, tell me more, Lucy. So I found out that Bulgarians often say that when God created the world, he got to Bulgaria last and shook out the remainder of the contents of his sack. Like a sack of things, not like his sack. <laughs> So it wasn't this the isn't dead sperm. So well. <laughs> uh, that might have been in there. I don't know. I don't have a lot of details. But regardless of whether we're hugging scrotum or not, <laughs> the leftover contents of a sack, it well, seems like the lint, the paper clips. Uh, like, no, 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 no. So they use this as an explanation for the incredible diversity in topography and agriculture there. So, so just the, to say that there's like a ton going on in terms of the terrain and the crops and... The sneezed over Kleenexes that you tub <laughs> in the bottom of your bag, like... Wow, that did not land well with you. Let's move on. <laughs> Sorry about the growing region, shall we? Please. So this is the Danube Plain in northeastern Bulgaria. There's a very dry climate there. Mm-hmm. Long, sunny days lead into the cool evenings. 
So this allows for intense aroma and flavor in the production of wines. They talk about the distillation of the clean air, abundant fruit orchards, and pure river streams. So we should taste all that in that bottle. Right. A little bit about the process here. So they harvest at night in the cool temperatures. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. (laughs) (laughs) To preserve freshness in the grapes and retention of that acidity, which is vital to this Riesling. I hope. I hope so. (laughs) Long, cool fermentation and aging in stainless steel, which you like. I do. So that should help build some richness and character for us. Great. We've had, like I said, other Bulgarian wines, which have been Mm -hmm. interesting. And we did, in some of our other research before, find that a lot of Bulgarian wines are being known for their white grapes instead of their red grapes. Yes. So this might have some promising... I think Riesling is a major product for this region, so... Should we give it a go? I think we have to. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I didn't wait for you to smell. That's I just wanted okay. to stick my nose in it. Your face kind of did a funny thing, too, so that makes me nervous. My face always does a funny <laughs> thing, to be fair, so we'll okay. see how this goes. All right, let's um, give it a give Okay, it a... well. I know it says that it's in the stainless steel, but I felt like I had some oak. I can see how you would say that. I'm getting more citrus than I am oak. Uh, There's definitely some citrus, but like that was the first thing that went up my nose. A lot of times when you smell a Riesling, like you'll be able to smell the sugar on it, you know, and I don't immediately smell the sugar on this. Mm -hmm. There's a little vanilla going on. Yeah, I can see that. Do you get green apple too? Not apple. I'm getting more like... Oh, see, I am. I'm getting pear. Oh, yeah. There's definitely minerality. Yes. Yes. On the nose, like, I think I might enjoy this based on what I'm smelling so far. The longer I keep my nose in there, the more I'm into it. So should we stick our mouth in it and see how we like it then? Yeah, I might stick it in my mouth as opposed to, well, whatever. (laughs) Semantics. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Mm. I don't hate that. It tastes much different than it smells. Much different. I know it says it's a semi-sweet. I would say that it's more a semi-dry. I feel like the balance of the minerality and the acid is working together enough to make Mm -hmm. it more palatable for me. It's something on the finish that's working for me. Yeah. That mineral's coming through. That mineral and the acid. It's like, it's coming out. It's because they talked about the stainless steel with the acid, right? Oh, yeah. I do not hate this. I don't either. I thought we wouldn't finish the bottle, and I think I stand corrected. Very much so. What would you pair this with, food-wise? Seafood. I was going to say the same thing. I'm really pleasantly surprised here. I am too. All right, Riesling. Maybe we've... Oh, my God. I don't even know who we are anymore. We need to stop being so judgy. That's what we need to just do. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bulgarian Riesling? Bottom of the bag was great, as it turns out. So we'll suck on your little Hall's lifesavers and everything else. (laughs) It's like, where is this going? (laughs) We'll suck on your little... That's all the time we have for today. I hate you so much. (laughs) You've ruined Christmas. (laughs) Looking at this label, I'm like, what about this says anything about Christmas? Franz. Tell me what you know about Melakalikimaka. It's a song we sing on a Hawaiian Christmas morn. Yes. That's all I got. Oh. Hawaiian Christmas Christmas Day. Day. Why did I say morn? And maybe they do sing it first thing in the morn. Well, let me tell you a little bit about it. Yeah, please do. So uh, it was written by R. Alex Anderson in, any guess what year? 1952. Close. 1949. A stenographer at his workplace told him there were no Hawaiian Christmas songs. Oh. And he was like, huh, well, I'm born and raised in Hawaii, and I've lived there most of my life, so um, 
I'm going to write a Hawaiian Christmas song. Oh, my gosh. And he did. And he wrote this little ditty, and uh-huh. uh, it was recorded by, who is the most famous recording of this? Do you know? Or the original I, recording? I don't know. Bing Crosby. Really? And the Andrews sisters. They did the original recording. How and... culturally appropriate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, if you want to make it a commercial market success in the 1950s, yeah, yeah, that'll better, do it. Yep, get some Bing Crosby and some white ladies to go up there and sing about it. Sing out, Louise. <laughs> It actually appeared the first time in 1950 on Bing Crosby's famous Christmas album, Merry Christmas, hugely original title. (laughs) Um, Hey, whatever works. But it came along with a lot of his other hits, which, like, do you know some of Bing Crosby's other big Christmas hits? I feel like he sang White Christmas. Very good. And, I don't know, probably every Christmas song ever. Silver Bells, White Christmas. So you have all these, like, hardcore Christmas standards on there, and Mm -hmm. Melakalikimaka is one of those. So it immediately, when this was released, was kind of like on a big name Christmas thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was curious, like, what does Melakalikimaka mean or how does it translate? I don't know. Tell us, Tommy. You would think. You'd be like, okay, well, that just means Merry Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Which it does, but kind of how they went and got there was kind of interesting. Oh. The I sound in Hawaiian is closest to the R sound. So Merry becomes Mele. Mele. Also, the Hawaiian language only has eight consonants, so there's no equivalence to S or T. And then in this case, the K is the closest thing replacing the S in Christmas. Ah. So from there, you get Mela Kalikimaka. When you replace the vowels and the consonants and everything else accordingly. Wow. Which, Who knew? Yeah. But this also didn't appear in Hawaii until Christmas was declared an official holiday in Hawaii in 1896. Mm-hmm. But this phrase didn't appear until 1906. Mm, okay. Okay, so they were celebrating Christmas, but what were they saying? Because until 1906, they... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I assume. Yes. Were they were colonized by the Dutch, right? Yeah. Is that, is that what we're saying? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> the Dutch and Bing Crosby. <laughs> oh, and there was also a huge renewed popularity in this song um, when Christmas Vacation, the movie you still have not seen, which I'm still How do you know? About. Maybe I watched it yesterday. Did you? No. Yeah. Because okay. I know you. <laughs> so that's Melakalikimaka, like, you know, and uh, on a nice Hawaiian Christmas day. Morn. Oh. <laughs> This has been a Tom C. Lucaitis production in association with Double Daddy Studios. Thank you for enjoying this podcast responsibly. I don't know the answer to that question. Great. Thank you for just admitting that. I'm trying to be more honest in my, in my really life good. moving forward. You know? That's great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Me too. Just embrace your faults and say, fuck it, who cares? You know? What are you going to do about it? Um, it starts a lot of fights, but... Yeah, well. But if people can't accept that, then they can just move the fuck over. I guess. Hate them.